What's up, everybody? Welcome to Brandon's Face. It's the podcast about a playlist. I'm Jonathan Beardsley. And I am Brandon May. Hope you're all having a good week. I know it's been a fun one for anybody keeping up with our playlist because we've got some incredible new releases to break down, and I'm excited to talk about them. But before we do, is there anything in terms of music news you want to chat about first? Yeah, absolutely. Um, There are... Uh, there, I mean, there's a number of things you and I have been texting for the last couple of days about like a lot of things. Ozzy Osbourne pulls out of Power Trip. Replaced Are you with, considering uh, going? I mean, it's right down the street, man. If I can I get tickets for it. a lot less expensive than what they are uh, advertising them for, then yes. And who was he replaced by? Who was Ozzy Osbourne replaced by? Judas Priest. Okay, so going through the lineup in order... Friday night, Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden. Saturday night, ACDC, Judas Priest. Sunday night, Metallica, Tool. Yes, Tool is still the only outlier here. Uh, I would say Sunday night is probably the night I would want to go to the most, though. <laughs> Even with them being the outlier. I think Metallica, Tool, back-to-back. That'd be a good time. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. Um, I, I, you don't want to hear Lars drum for two and a half, three hours? <laughs> <laughs> just oh, hold up a man. sign that says use double kick yeah, yeah i have to right i have to if i go i have to have a sign that says please le- learn to use your double kick drum lars um <laughs> dying fetus has announced their new album called make them beg for death with one of in my opinion their best album covers to date yes and you're going to be going to that tour, correct? You're not going to miss them this time. I would very much like to, yes. Them and Acacia Strain back to back. That's another just hell of a fucking show, man. Right? It's, uh, it's the Acacia Strain, Despised Icon, and uh, Dying Fetus. Yep, and, then, and on... Yep, oh, go, go ahead. for it. No, I was going to say, on my end of the spectrum, we got Ketramine live finally announced. They're going to do a little five-day tour. No, September 9th in Portland, Oregon. The venue's kind of a weird spot for them, but I do like McMenamin, so it should be a good time. Are you going? Uh, Yes, we're most definitely going. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to miss that one. Uh, What was... Weren't we talking about another lineup? I can't remember. Um, I had sent you that uh, Afterlife is bringing their show to the Los Angeles Historic State Park, which is a very cool venue. I saw Rufus, Bob Moses, and Lastlings there, and uh, that should be a very interesting time. They're bringing their full visual setup, so they won't be um, kneecapped by the Sahara tent this time, and I'm sure sure Tale of Us is is just going to crush it. Is it going to be Tale of Us? Probably an anima set. Well, he'll probably do his stuff in Tale of Us. Cassian? Probably Cassian? Probably Cassian, and then I would assume Adriatic. Yeah. Adriatic. Damn. That is a hell of a lineup. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. So <laughs> that, that, will be, that will be a special one. I think that's all I got, man. Uh, I think that's all I have for now, too. I'm sure other stuff will come up in the course of us doing the show this week. I'm sure. All right, let's kick it off with my song of the week, which is Fine Day Anthem, <laughs> Skrillex and Boys Noise, just 
absolute fucking banger man i'm loving this one what about you so there have been probably close to a thousand uses of this sample atb did it in the 90s many others Mm -hmm. uh i'm not familiar obviously with all of them it would be way too many to count however this one's pretty fucking solid man sounds like a dog blood track but i understand why they didn't want to like brand it as a dog blood track since it's sure it's relatively simple sample work but it's a banger nonetheless man this 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 track got a lot of plays for me this week yeah, it goes insanely hard, especially that last drop. You can really hear the boys' noise in all of it. Right, right. Um, moving on, we got a new one from Sebastian in London Grammar called Dancing by Night. This is the first thing he's released non-fashion show related in a couple of years. And I'm happy to have it, man. His production is great, as always. Um, I like London Grammar's vocals. They never really do it for me in like an over-the-top way, but I enjoyed this track. What about you? Uh, yeah, man, we've talked about London Grammar like a bit, um, and I have not yeah. been shy about my love for Sebastian's music since you showed me uh, one of his last albums. I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but man, this is great. Um, I wish it was a little weirder. It seems pretty Same. straightforward for a Sebastian track, but I think that's probably London Grammar's influence, it being not weird. Yes, uh, I well, well put. Yeah, his last <laughs> album, Thirst, came out in 2019. That might have been the one. Yep. Excellent fucking album. Uh, all right, man, we got a new one from Feed Me. Say yes or say no. This is the first track off of his upcoming EP, which will be his first official EP in quite some time. Are you excited about it? Uh, yeah, man, this is fantastic. Immediately took me back to when I first discovered him. He's got such a way with chord progressions and the synths he uses are, are, are his and his alone at this point. If anybody even tried to mess with the same sounds that he does, I think people might just boo them, you know, <laughs> they should. Um, yeah, dude, he fucking snapped on this one back to the electro house roots. Loved it. I'll never forget where I was when I first heard Feed Me. I was driving uh, to my buddy's house in Palm Springs, and uh, I had Pandora playing, and I it was just on some radio station, and Blood Red by Feed Me came on, and I, I was like, who the fuck is this? This is, <laughs> this is yes. And, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Blood Red or Muscle Rollers was the first song of his I heard as well. Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's 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 good to know he's got a new EP. He said maybe two this year, so we'll see what happens. It seems to be he's on a little creative streak and I'm uh, I'm not mad at that even a little bit. Yeah. We got a spore EP last year, so I'm not ruling anything out right now. Right, exactly. Uh moving on, we got a new one from Hayden James and Bob Moses called Do You Want Me? This one's giving me some like diet dead mouse and cascade vibes with the synth tone, <laughs> chord progression and tempo, but I I really enjoyed it. What about you? Fucking diet dead mouse. Uh, yeah, man, I saw uh, I saw Hayden James with uh, with my wife and a couple friends uh, when he was a relatively small name playing at the Heineken house at Coachella 2015. Great time. And you can hear both, obviously, Bob Moses and Hayden's yeah. influences on this track. And that's exactly what you want from a collab, man. They posted uh, the first time it being dropped. Uh, Hayden dropped it and. Uh, one of the boys from Bob Moses went out and did, I think it's Tom, went out and did uh, vocals live for it. And it, it oh, sick. yeah, the crowd, the crowd was into it. <laughs> yeah, they should have been if they weren't. That, that <laughs> right. sounds fucking awesome, dude. Right. Uh, yeah. This one gave me kind of a throwback to like the Morgan Page vibes. I, I dug it. Yeah, man. Me too. Um, moving on, we got a new one from Dylan Francis and Good Times Ahead called L.A. on Acid. How'd you feel about this one? 
This is okay, man. Dylan Francis has lost a little bit of his luster for me. Yeah, it's a fun track when it comes on, but not one I'd really seek out. The DJ Hansel EP was a good time, though. Oh, most definitely. Um, Got a new one from Zombies in Miami called Zombie Dance. I've never heard of them before. Where'd you find this group at? <laughs> no clue. Um, I think we might have covered one of their songs randomly last year, though. It's weird and fresh. Uh, th- th- those are the only two adjectives I could come up with. <laughs> Yeah, that, that fits, man. It's honestly a pretty straightforward song. It's fun to listen to, though. Yep. Uh, got a new one from Ferry Corsten called Mind Trip. He's just keeping that hard trance alive, man. Doing it with a little bit more of a modern approach. I'm here for it, dude. What about you? Yeah, man. It's always a good day when we get new Ferry Corsten. It's pronounced, Amen. though, psychedelics, not leviosa, psychodelics. <laughs> Thank you, Hermione. Um <laughs> All right, got a new one from Ariel Grime and Jules called Breach. Where are we at on this? Uh, this track fucking rips, bro. Yes. I'm I, I, I'm about it. I am about it. This takes me all the way back. This is some 2011 notes, trap shit. My notes say this is what I imagine chewing five gum is like. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, still no album date announcement, but I think we're going to get one from Ariel Grime soon. Yeah, I, I'm at the very least an EP. He's been dropping some tracks, so. Um, got another new one from Tyga and Kolsch called Almost Everything. Were you expecting a follow-up from them? I was not. Um, <laughs> I was not either. I actually liked the first one a little better, but I, I needed to throw on throw this one on. But, I mean, it's it's good. You can, again, hear both of them very well, but uh, I, think I, liked, uh, I think I liked the first one a little better. They could make a hundred collab tracks, and I'd listen to every one. Straight up. <laughs> Um, all right, we got the John Summit remix of I Remember by Dead Mouse and Cascade. It's a it's a great remix of a great song. Not much else to say about it. What about you? John Summit is fucking huge right now, man. Um yes. he's playing hard, I guess, and they're do they announce their their befores and afters parties and uh he's playing a small little insomniac club called Academy LA and the tickets were almost immediately $125, $135. Mm-hmm. Uh it's wild, man. This remix is all right. Nothing will ever, ever touch the original for me and it's almost every time i hear a remix of something that both of them have touched i'm like yeah but the original yeah it's it's like sacred text to touch too in terms of the song but i i thought it was good yeah 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 um all right we got this track off speak now taylor's version called castles crumbling i threw it on here because i saw featuring Haley williams I tried to like it, but I had a long day, and I just hate the fucking Eagles, man. I could not get into this one. Did you like it? Oh, man, your references are out of control. Everybody Uh, knows that. I like this track a lot, actually, man. The harmonies are amazing. Um, I haven't listened to Taylor's version of Speak Now quite yet because there's just so much music. But um, she's still killing this Eras tour, man. Apparently, it's it's the, the show to not miss. She's really given her fans everything. She's been releasing nonstop since she put out Folklore and just hasn't stopped working, man. Her grind is out of control. Yeah, even though I did not like the song, I, I still respect the hustle. And the other day on Twitter when the Speak Now Deluxe came out, Taylor's version was released. Somebody did the the George Bush being whispered to on 9-11 <laughs> meme, and it just says, Sir, John Mayer's been hit with another Dear John. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died, man. Oh, Excellent. that's that, that, that's funny. 
Yes, excellent content. Um, all right, let's move on. We got a new one from Easy Life called Palm Tree Days. How can you not love these guys, man? Even their Lucy's are incredible. Did you enjoy this one? Breezy and poppy, just the way we like Easy Life. Yes, sir. The name says it all, really. Um, Straight up. All right, got a new one from Mahalia called Ready. I thought this one was solid. Not quite as strong as the other singles have been, but her new album drops this week. I'm still very excited about it. Did you enjoy this one? Uh, what I really loved was like the meandering bass. Uh, her voice is yeah. great, but it hasn't been my favorite of the singles. Very excited for the album. Same. And speaking of albums I'm excited for also, Mick Jenkins released a new track with Jid called Smoke Break Dance. This one is just fucking impeccable, man. Their styles complement each other perfectly. Both guys deliver great verses over a great beat. And his new album, The Patience, is scheduled to drop August 18th. You excited about it? Uh, yeah, man. You, I think, was it you that showed me Mick Jenkins? Uh, Most I'm likely. Ve- I'm very, very excited for that. Uh, these two on a jazzy, kind of bassy beat created some of just the best vibes, man. This is a great track. It's so fucking good man i had this one on repeat all week yep um as well as this next track which is takei maidza and flume silent assassin she fucking kills it pun intended and i love the beat by flume on this one man all great shit as far as i'm concerned did you enjoy it look man i did but the beat is so similar to the boys noise track that he did with uh snoop dog i think got it on out of the black the the beat I could see that uh, sure it just it just it kept remind I actually listened to that song quite a bit this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking for any excuse to go into out of the black. I mean, who needs an excuse? But this was all right, man. This was all right. Uh, I love this one. That was a close runner up to my song of the week. I knew um, it would be. Got a new one from Audrey Nuna called IDGAF. The only thing I don't like about this song is that it isn't 10 hours long. I love the way she raps, um, and the beat is great on it. Did you like it? Yeah, man, the beat is fucking hard. Some of the lyrics are a little nonsensical, but I'm not even mad at it, man. It's catchy as hell. I almost had a heart attack when I got this next one, because we got a new one from Chica called Demigod. Great song, fucking work of art. But we also got the announcement of her debut album samson the album drops july 28th man i'm fucking over the moon about that did you enjoy this track uh this is grandiose in a way that i was not expecting i really liked this track yeah i like how it's grandiose but kind of in that middle pocket snaps into like her usual flow for a minute there it's really nice um yeah way out of the box too yeah uh got a new one from the lupe fiasco called is it is this supposed to be chanel number three or is it <laughs> so, chanel number three? so after hearing this track i was confused why it was named chanel number three but then i looked at it and it's channel three he's talking about video games he's talking about putting the tv on channel three so we can play the n64 man old head shit i love it <laughs> straight um, up he talks about cheating a little bit and i'm i need to ask you did you did you have an n64 game shark i did um <laughs> I didn't have the Game Shark. No, I just went online and did whatever like controller codes you could put in. There you go. I wasn't a Game Shark person. I did have a black box for cable though. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, this is a nice laid back one. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. 
Uh, got a new one from Seabreeze called Annapurna. This one's giving me some like Margaritaville vibes. I'm, <laughs> I'm digging it though. What you What do you think of this one? This track is certainly a vibe. I really liked it. Instrumental, just chill rock, man. I really dug it. Yeah, it was good. Um, got a new one from Metric called Just the Once. How'd you feel about this one? Honestly, this is a fantastic track. Uh, I really like Formentera, and I'm kind of stoked for the follow up, man. Yeah, Formentera 2 is scheduled to be released on October 13th. I think this is a great lead single. Super upbeat, super catchy, really fun. Yep. Uh, (laughs) Good Lord. All right, this next one is called I'm the Man by Silver Sun Pickups. This was my least favorite song of the week. I know we don't really do that. Uh, The only thing... Uh, dude, even the fucking album artwork on this one I hate. The stupid Lincoln lawyer shit for Netflix. Everything about this is just terrible. What were, what was your opinion? Oh, yeah, this is so fucking bad. I threw this on here because you needed to hear it. Um, it really sucks. Um, I have seen a running joke around the internet, though, that um, I figured I'd drop here. Silver Sun Pickups makes, uh, has written some of my favorite Smashing Pumpkins songs. <laughs> that's, that's about it. That's great. Um, This song, however. Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible. Uh, All right. Got a new one from Beach Riot called Tell Me I'm Wrong. Talk to me about this one. Just some fuzzy, bluesy riffage with some catchy, poppy choruses. Uh, That's about it, man. Yeah, you said it. I enjoyed this one. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm Uh glad. Got a new one from Humanity's Last Last Breath called Linger. This is heavy as fuck, my guy. <laughs> it's uh, super technical and dynamic. I really liked it. What about you? Look, uh, I really love that this song is like measured. Humanity's Last Breath makes this like measured deathcore that isn't all about the breakdown. There is a breakdown, don't worry, but it's not about it, if that makes sense. Um, Interesting how you. clean vocals are slowly creeping into deathcore. I don't know if you, I don't know if you caught some of those. Um, I really liked this. Oh, song, I though. did. Uh, I caught them. Yeah, I enjoyed this one as well. Cool. Uh, got some new music from Carnifex, man. Necromantium. I think this is the title track off of their upcoming album, and. I just love Carnifex because they'll always just be Carnifex. You know, right, this exactly. still sounds like the same band that made Dead in My Arms back in 07. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy as fuck. Good shit, though. What'd you think of it? Classic MySpace style deathcore sound that we know and love from Carnifex, man. This track yep. is crushing, and I love that I get what I expect out of them every time. Same. Um, all right, to cap off the singles this week, we got one from Orbit Culture called From the Inside. Talk to me about this one. This track, like pretty much every other Orbit track I've heard, is very good. I'm excited for the next project, man. You know, they've got these, they've got this kind of like Metallica, uh, Hetfield style vocal, clean mm-hmm. vocals. And honestly, I, I, if you would have described this to me, I would have been like, no thanks. But honestly, it works. Yeah, yeah, it's very powerful. They try and make every layer of the music very epic and heavy, and it leads into that Metallica-esque sound. I get what you're saying. Yep. Um, Their new album, Descent, is scheduled to drop August 18th. Yes. All right, moving on to the EPs. First up this week, we got a new one from Flow called Three of Us. I'm a big fan of this. We covered a track they did with Missy Elliott earlier this year that I really enjoyed. They released this EP as a holdover until their debut album is ready, and I'm hoping it's a lot more of this. You can hear, like, 
that Timbaland influence on tracks like Control Freak. And you know that's a quick way to my heart, man. I enjoyed these. <laughs> what about you? Uh, yeah, man. This is fucking great. Old school trio pop R&B. Kind of threw me back mm-hmm. to the late 90s, early 2000s. The trade-offs, the harmonies, the melodies, the production, yep. the little details like the filtered yeah, yes, all come together for a really fun project, man. Yeah, they killed it. Um, all right. We got three new songs from Kenny Hoopla and Travis Barker. This EP is called Blink and You'll Miss It. I, I think like you, I, I enjoyed the mixtape they did together a while back, but I'm not feeling this one at all, man. All three of these are just bland, uninspired, and I was I was hoping for better, honestly. What about you? Honestly, there's a couple of good hooks, and I didn't like hate this, but it just didn't grab me the way that mixtape did, man. Yeah, same. Um, he's, I don't know he's, if they'll be able to recapture the magic with just them again. Look, man, they're both good at what they do. They're just not doing it well. I think that's <laughs> that's a simplistic way of putting it, but very <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We got an EP from Better Lovers called Sacrificial Participant. This shit goes so fucking hard, and I would not expect anything less from a band comprised of former members of Every Time I Die, Dillinger, Escape Plan, and Fit for an Autopsy. It's a, it's a little bit of everything. It's kind of like metalcore, hardcore, thrash punk. It all works. They went four for four on this EP for me. All bangers. 30 under 13, though, is top, top tier shit, man. I fucking loved this. What about you? Straight up, man. 30 under 13 is the best track on this one. And uh, what a debut project, man. So I knew that uh, Buckley, one of the Buckley brothers from Every Time I Die was in this, but I heard the Dillinger Escape Plan before I realized that it was actually Greg who was in the band. Uh, <laughs> man, this uh, this band quickly blew up, by the way. When I added it to the playlist, there was like 10,000 monthly listeners or something, close to 80K right now. Uh, just yeah. wild, mathy, heavy, and all-around really fun listen, man. Should be, uh, should be an interesting one. Sharp Tone Records released this one. Word's getting out. <laughs> yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, got a new EP from Planes called Puppet. How you feeling about it? Uh holy shit this rips man it's like if royal blood and fiddler decided to get together uh thrash punk riffs gang choruses heavy bass riffs this ep has got it all man actually one of my most listened to uh it's a really quick listen and it's a really good listen yeah man it's catchy it's heavy it's fun you said it yep uh got a new ep from alienator called world of hate few things are better than a good underground hardcore ep like this it's the kind of music that makes you want to do like a somersault stage dive onto a group of people who definitely will not catch you it's <laughs> it's full of anger and energy and made for a really fun listen when it came on you enjoy it yeah man i just want to windmill kick some kids here uh that's released, all i ever want to do <laughs> released on convulse records known for hardcore and even some grindcore sprinkled into their catalog i just wanted you to hear it it's punky it's grindy it's heavy it's non-stop and it's so much fun i really like I this one too yes um all right got a new ep from sun mask called a great distance talk to me about this one Alrighty, man. Um, actually, not. I don't have too much to say about it, but it is doomy. It's heavy. It's slow. It's bluesy. Small band. Just wanted to show them a little bit of love because they're clearly they they they're they're clearly almost onto something here. Did you like this one? I did, man. It. I think instrumental doom is a thing that we haven't really dove into a whole lot, and I I surprisingly really enjoyed it. 
I feel like being able to focus on just the music helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not, it's not muddled with other things. It's just doom. So, which, (laughs) yes, when in the mood, that is a, this, this did it. Most Um, definitely. All right, let's move on to the albums. First up this week, we got a new one from Raul Alejandro called Play Us Eterno. We're living in the golden age of Latin pop right now, and it's hard to appreciate it at the rate that it's being released, but this is yet another great album for the genre this year. Like all Latin albums that we review, there's a slight language barrier holding us back from completely understanding all of these tracks, but we can pick up the vibes, and the vibes on this album are immaculate, man. Especially the last track, Baby Hello, which is a permanent fixture in my yearly rotation. (laughs) Giving this one a 7, maybe a 7.5. I liked it. What about you? Uh, This is a really entertaining listen, man. Uh, I think the the Latin pop beat of... uh, is just yes. a little grating after a while, but it's insanely danceable and obviously ubiquitous for a reason. That being said, there's a lot of fun styles being played around with on this album. My favorite track mm-hmm. on this one is obviously Baby Hello with bizarre rap on the production. What blows me away, though, are the numbers that Raul and all of his features are doing, man. These, these guys are massive. Yes. Uh, there's a guy, Peso Pluma, who, who, isn't, who isn't featured on this album, but uh, he just played the arena um, over in my neck of the woods. Uh, this weekend and it looked insane like like the The latin pop is like we said last year man latin pop is just a force to be reckoned with and i don't think it's going away i hope it doesn't i think it's (laughs) staying man i'm gonna give it somewhere between a six and a seven for me um my standout is obviously baby hello that tracks a fucking banger same uh all right let's talk about this new dominic fike album sunbird Look, man, I like it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying it's great, but I keep listening to it, and I think that that has to count for something. I th- I think that the charm of his music is that it has no idea what it wants to be. You could say like the Robert California thing about the Black Eyed Peas with a lot of the genres <laughs> that he dabbles in, indie pop, rap, whatever. But uh, I don't know. Something about it works for me. I. I I don't have to explain myself. I still don't love the singles outside of Mona Lisa very much, but I don't skip them when they come on outside of Mama's Boy. But a lot of the album cuts are my favorites. How Much Is Weed, Seven Hours, Bodies, those are some of my favorites. I'm going to give this one a 7.5. I enjoyed it quite a bit. What about you? Well, I'm, I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I'm going to shoot straight here. I don't think this is for me. Um, it's not, it's not that it's bad. It's actually pretty, it's actually pretty pleasant. It's just that the pop rock slash rap that seems like he can't pick a lane. It just, it, 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 for, I don't know, man. I feel like he does like folky indie pop, like really good. I think if he did everything as a rap with more of like a rap beat, I think it'd be really good. It's this meeting in the middle and kind of poorly executing both simultaneously. That really isn't my thing. Again, I don't think that it's bad music because again, it is pleasant. It's just not for me at under 40 minutes. It's a decent length. I did run through it twice. I will say though, you told me to check out his stream when he was playing Coachella and I thought the show was good, probably because it was more of a rock thing than anything else at the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pasture Child is actually my favorite standout track on this one. It's one of the more authentic sounding tracks on the record. I'm going to give this one a four. It's just not for me, man. Hey, man, I, I had a feeling that it would not be. That was kind of my expectation. 
Um, yeah, man. It, I've always referred to him as like a guilty pleasure listen for me. And I think that that's true, but I, I don't care what people think anymore. So I, I just say that I like it. No, good. Uh, Do I, your thing, I, bro. You're allowed also, to like things. I also feel like if he did pick a lane, then people would very quickly be like, I wish you'd go back to like the sound of the first two albums that are just kind of whatever. Like, I, I don't know. There's a certain immaturity to it all that I think is what his fans like about it. That's fair. That's really um, fair. But we'll see, man. Dude's really young, and I I think it'll be interesting to watch his career where it goes from here. Because his first two albums are pretty similar in the way that this, they sound and the way that they're constructed. It'll be interesting to see if there's any growth by the next one. You know what I'd love if he did kind of like instead of dropping an album and he'd drop like three EPs. So like one rap EP, one like pop rock and then one like folky like indie Tierra pop. Walk, like Tierra Whack did a few years ago. Yeah. Something like here's my styles. I like these things. If you don't like the other thing, don't listen to it. Here's the one you do like. Uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. I would <laughs> definitely be on board for it. <laughs> All right, we don't have to linger on Dominic Fike anymore. Talk to me about this new Group Love album. I want it all right now. All righty. My bias is going to show here because I, I fucking love this band. Even their most disliked yes, albums, do. which are Healer and Big Mass, are just fantastic to me. Um, this album starts off strong and just continues to be fucking great, man. As I suspected, they ditched that kind of raw and angry sound from their album This Is This, uh, released in 2021. Boo. This album is 42 minutes of great indie rock with sharp corners and soft edges. They tow this line pretty well throughout the album, and I think they do a pretty good fucking job of it. The, the runtime flies by because of how engaging the songs are for me. Uh, the track All has these strings that like really frame the song along with the synths. Great fucking opener. Cheese has those sharp corners I was talking about, and the bass line just kind of softens everything up. Malachi has this synthy bass line that like sets the tone for the whole song. Droney guitar work fills out the rest. Eyes has this classic group love sound to it. His voice just fucking soars on this one. Uh, Climb has this like goth vibe to it that seems out of place yet still fits somehow. Wall though, Wall is a fantastic closure for this record. Basically everything they're really good at. I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. Wall is my standout for now, but that might change with subsequent listens. I really dug this one. I mean, you touched on what I don't like about it already. It's not the angry, happy album that their last one was. Yep. But I, I still had a good time with it when it came on. There's a few tracks on it I didn't love, but that was mostly just due to personal taste, not really because the songs themselves were bad. I could see this one growing on me over time, but it... It's still like a work in progress for me. At the moment, I think I'm like somewhere between a six and a seven on it. But I was really enjoying like the first few tracks, especially Cheese and Mal is it Malachi or Malachi? Uh, sure, whatever. Yes, those two <laughs> songs back to back were kind of the ones I keep going back to on this one so far. Yep. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you didn't hate it. I did not hate it. Um, it's it's still good. I, I kind of went in thinking it was going to be a big departure from their last album, and it's really not. But it's not quite as my tempo as the last album was either. That's fair. This is this is kind of an outlier in their discography, but they really made it work for them. And um, as a longtime fan of theirs, I'm glad they kind of went back to their uh, to their earlier sound. But I mean, your your opinion matters, too. Yes, it does. Damn it. I have a podcast. So. 
Um, all right, we got a new album from Local Natives called Time Will Wait for No One. Talk to me about this. All righty then. Well, this is everything you expect and want out of a Local Natives release. Baselines galore, easy vocals, the lyrics that invoke, you know, like depression while you're at a cafe. It's standard for them. This <laughs> is one of those bands that I really don't mind if they continue to put out the same album over and over again. It works for them, and it works for me, and I'm probably going to like it every time. Uh, Empty Mansions has their signature atmosphere, but it's like elevated with this guitar lick that follows the octave of the vocals. Uh, they use this synth, or is it like a trigger sample of some sort in the chorus? And like, God damn, is that beautiful. Ava has some incredibly measured and, well, not very intricate, very bright bass lines. Uh, Paradise is a fantastic closure for this one, man. I love the way that it builds and crescendos, and I feel, I feel like the band are all doing something independently, but it still all makes a lot of sense. I really like this song. Paradise is my standout. I'm going to give this one a seven. Did you... Uh, did it invoke uh, feelings of depression at your cafe there, John? <laughs> cafe depression playlist. Um, <laughs> it definitely fits into that category. As an album, no, I was not really feeling this one. I think they're good at what they do, but what they do is not as much my thing as it is your thing. The music on this album is fine, but it's also a little monotonous for my personal taste. I liked moments on it, though. Like You, you hit the, the best one already, which is that end of empty mansions where it turns into this vibey indie gaze. I also really liked hourglass. The additional distortion in that one was working for me, but as a whole, I had trouble connecting with this album. I'm going to give it a five for now. My standouts are the two songs that I just mentioned for sure, man. Uh, moving on, we got a new one from Gus Dapperton called Henge. I'm not going to lie, dude, going into this one, I, I was thinking it was going to be a little bit of a snooze, but I turned out to love it. I don't, I don't think he'd be able to top the track with Benny that we heard as a single. And maybe he didn't, but Phases, Homebody, those ones blew me away just as much. His music has this kind of elastic quality to it that I don't think I've really heard in the way that he does. And it's able to become as big or as small as he wants it to be with very subtle changes in his inflection and i thought the songwriting on this album was great as well man just as captivating as his voice i don't know man i think i'm like at an 8.5 with this one don't nice. let me down and homebody are my two favorites i enjoyed it what about you nice uh, look, man, I haven't necessarily been on the fence about Gus Dapperton, but his music hasn't really grabbed me until I listened to this album, actually. Um, he's at his best when he lets the production and the instrumentals kind of breathe and flow as he's delivering lyrics. He does that quite a bit on this record, and it surprised me just how much I was like physically grooving to it. Um, he's at his worst, though, when the auto-tune is turned up. He's got like different levels Midnight to it. Midnight Train. Yeah, man, he sounds like a different person. Both The Stranger and Midnight Train are great examples of this. Yeah, it is good pop music. I'm glad I ended up liking it be better than I thought that I would. Uh, it's somewhere between a six and a seven for me. Standout, obviously, Don't Let Me Down featuring Benny. Banger of a track. Yeah. Awesome. Incredible song. Yep. Um, I'm Well, I'm glad we got to both dive into his discography at a kind of fun point. Because yeah. I've, I've gone back and listened to his other album or his last album from 2020. But this was my first time experiencing a new one as it released. And I liked it. Nice. Me too. 
Uh, all right, man. I know you're excited to talk about this next one. It's Black Braid 2 by Black Braid. Dive in. So I found Black Braid last year and just immediately consumed his debut album. If you didn't know, this is a solo project of a native living in the Adirondacks in New York State. There's nothing exactly groundbreaking regarding black metal on this record, but there are some fucking sick riffs, a few native flourishes and the flutes and the wolves howling and the lyrical imagery all put together in a very well-produced record. Black Braid has managed to piss off a bunch of black metal nerds with his production value and pro shop music videos. However, if you're not pissing off black metal nerds, are you really even doing anything? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love a ton of older black metal and some of the newer stuff that sounds like it's been recorded between, you know, two tin cans connected by a shoestring. But it's honestly super refreshing to hear something so well done in the black metal world every once in a while. I love most of this record, man. The spacey, atmospheric bits, the heavy double bass grooves, the tremolo yep. picking passages. I absolutely love the imagery and the lyrics. I, I, I love that when the time arises, he doesn't shy away from like letting the instrumentals fully realize and come to life. Like in the three-minute instrumental passage in The Wolf That Guides the Hunter's Land. Oh my God. God, man, it just, it's just, here, I'm going to crush you for three minutes straight. I absolutely yep. fucking love the instrumental passage with the pan flute solo on uh, a song of wind of, on winds of, I'm sorry, a song of death on winds of dawn. It yeah, slows, it, right. it slows everything down for a long time until the rest of the instruments come in and just fucking decimate you. Love that for me. Uh, the absolute... <laughs> banger of a standout and my song of the week though is twilight hymn of ancient blood it starts with this massive slow riff that's just so heavy man and it transforms into this like slayer reminiscent thrash riff and he just continues to crush the vocals the guitar solo is fucking sick this song actually is the closer to the album the last track a fine day to die is actually is actually a bathory cover um which is a fantastic cover of that track if you haven't heard the original please do yourself a favor the original is great too this is a great album man i spent a lot of time with it uh this week i'm going to continue to do so probably for the rest of the year um somewhere between an eight and a nine out of ten man uh twilight hymn of ancient blood just fucking blew me away what about you what'd you think about about this one i'm on the exact same page as you man shout out to black braid for doing his thing on this album I didn't know if he'd be able to carry the energy and creativity from the singles we reviewed over the course of a full album, but he did it with ease, dude. It's technically proficient. It's heavy as fuck. Our listeners know I don't have the metal credentials to say that this is a black metal masterpiece compared to other works in the genre, but it's one of the best black metal albums I can remember covering on this podcast. Any band can name a song Moss Covered Bones on the Altar of the Moon, but it takes a great band to make a song sound like that. And he manages to do it over and over again on this album. I also have it between an eight and a nine. My standout is The Wolf That Guides the Hunter's Hand. Which is which was my runner-up uh, standout here. It's, it's so good. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, man, this, uh, this album pissed off a bunch of black metal nerds. A bunch of people are calling him an industry plant or something because he's gotten so popular and he, you know, actually pays for, you know, like studio time instead of recording at your local storage center. So 
it's, it, I, I, I mean, I don't know how you can be an industry plant and not be signed, right? And oh no, somebody on Reddit said I'm an industry plant. And, and I don't know why anybody would be an industry plant in black metal. Is black metal lucrative? Am I missing something? Yeah, no, I think that whoever <laughs> suggested that is way off. It's Even if he has connections of some kind, that does not Bro, equal industry plant at all. I posted my vinyl to Reddit and somebody said it. And so I decided to look it up. There's like, it's not just a couple of threads on Reddit, man. It's like a bunch of black metal nerds. And uh, honestly, I'm here for the drama. It's it's absolutely hilarious. People can hate on this all they want, but this is a fantastic record. God, judge the fucking music. Oh it's good. God. It's good. It's very good. Everybody needs a break to get to where they are generally. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's so stupid. <laughs> well, shout out Reddit. Shout out Blackbraid. <laughs> Great album. Shout um, out Blackbraid. Really good shit. Uh, all right, man. That does it for us this week. Join us next week when we will be breaking down new albums from Disclosure, Mahalia, and much, much more. If you liked this show don't forget to like follow and subscribe you can find us on instagram and reddit just search brandon's face pod and make sure that you follow the playlist that this podcast is based on you can find the link to that in the show notes it's updated weekly and sorted by genre we'll see you all next week peace, peace.